What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Igus. Ladies and gentlemen, we just had the NFL Championship Games wrap up, so we're going to get into them, the recap, and talk about the Super Bowl coming up. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get it. So yes, as I said, the NFL Championship Games just concluded this past weekend, so we're going to talk about it, but before we do, uh, I said that I was going to update you guys on my college decision, and unfortunately, uh, it's been literally like two hours since I found out that I got rejected, Um, but we're all good. I have made it so that I have many avenues that my life can go, whether it's school or not, Um, but I can appeal, uh, I can apply for the next semester, and then we move on from there, so I'll keep you guys updated with it. Um, but yeah, unfortunately not this time around, and it did come along with my team losing this last weekend, but we'll get into that game second, so we're going to be recapping these games, talking about the stats in them, so without further ado, let's do that. First up, we have the Philadelphia Eagles beating the San Francisco 49ers 31-7, to and there's a lot of emotional talk to have about this game, and I really am going to try to eliminate as much emotional talk from both of these games as possible, but it's hard to ignore some things that went on in both of these games. With this game, it was the foul play from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, even if the Eagles played fairly and not in any way dirty, in my opinion. Obviously, it could be different in other people's minds. Um, I still think they win this game, Uh, but they did play dirty, in my opinion. Obviously, some things you can't control, but the Brock Purdy injury, the Josh Johnson injury, the Ndamukong Suh, the way he plays ever since he had that one personal foul of pleating a quarterback, he, he's he been on a, on a streak of just poor unsportsmanship play. And that's kind of how the whole Eagles team played. And there was a lot of calls that also went their way, in my opinion. Uh, I still think they're the better team overall. And they did play better, uh, even though they do have a bit of a, in my opinion, easier circumstances because they're not on their third and fourth string quarterback um but Jalen Hurts was 15 for 25 he didn't have to do much passing uh with 121 yards no touchdowns no interceptions uh Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders along with Jalen Hurts kind of led the rushing game Kenneth Gainwell 14 carries for 48 yards Sanders 11 carries 42 yards with two touchdowns and Jalen Hurts 11 carries for 39 yards Boston Scott always also coming through with a touchdown with 21 yards on six carries this team knows how to run the ball and then obviously you have the receiving core with only 121 yard passing yards from Jalen Hurts you can imagine the stats aren't great uh Dallas Goddard had five catches under 30 yards A.J. Brown, four catches under 30. Devontae Smith, two catches under 40. And let's not forget, Devontae Smith did not catch that ball. And 
Obviously, the final score may not reflect, but there's so many what-ifs if that doesn't get called a catch that determines this game uh, and, and can completely turn around everything. Momentum-wise, some injuries may not have happened, but it is what it is. On the 49ers side, Josh Johnson played the majority of the game at quarterback before getting concussed. He was 7 for 13, 74 yards. Brock Purdy, would you believe it was perfect in passing attempts? 4 for 4, but he threw for 23 yards, and he lost the game. Christian McCaffrey also came in through a pass. It was a real bad pass. He was truly the only reason they were in any way in this game. He had 15 carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. Here's what I will say about this game, because this championship weekend was a really hard one to watch, in my opinion. With this game specifically, that's not what I want to watch during the weekend. I had more nerve, and, and whether it's my team or not, I had much more nerve and emotion and, and like, actual feelings coming out of the Bengals and Chiefs game to whereas with the Eagles and the 49ers game... I felt nothing from the start. The Eagles scored and it felt like it was never even a game. Like, the, the, it, you could just feel the vibe of it. Sure, there was times where it was 14-7 to 7 or maybe by a couple of scores. But at no point were you sitting there like, oh yeah, the 49ers have a legitimate chance of coming back into this game. Not at any point. So that's what I'm going to say about this game. Um, the Eagles look unstoppable. And there may be uh, unfootball-related reasons for that. And I don't know. This championship weekend just had a very vibe, weird vibe to it. And we're going to talk about the Super Bowl matchup as well, which I just don't feel great about. Uh, but we move on to the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, the Bengals lose this one 23-20 to Kansas City. And I am going to try to stay away from controversial calls in this game uh, and and focus on the play, but I will talk about it a little bit because as a sports media, as a sports analyst, there are many people talking about this game and I'm glad I get to release my episodes on Tuesday because you guys get to see the reactions from just the league in general. Uh, and so when I, who am a Bengals fan, comes in and talks about this, I don't feel like... I'm just saying it because I'm a Bengals fan. I feel like I'm actually saying it with reasoning. But let's talk about the Bengals stats. Joe Burrow, 26 for 41, 270 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. One of them was completely his bad. It was a bad read and he threw it right to him. The other one was a tip from T. Higgins, or it might have been a tip from the defender that landed ma magically and perfectly into a Chiefs player's hand. Uh, he didn't play great. He was pressured a lot in this game. He got sacked a lot. Uh, and and that ended up being the downfall once again. This year it was because of injuries. Uh, last year it was just not anybody. There was no one good uh, back there. But this year it just happened to be because we had bad injuries at a bad time. And it ended up costing us the game uh, in, in one aspect. And then in the rushing game, he had the most rushing yards. Four carries, 30 yards. P. Ryan, five carries for 22 yards. And he had a touchdown. And Mixon, eight carries for 19 yards. The running game for both teams just really never got going. And, and 
that was the downfall for both teams. That's why it wasn't as high scoring as I thought it would be. On the receiving side, the receivers did great. Uh, T. Higgins, six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown. Jamar Chase, six catches, 75 yards. Tyler Boyd, two catches for 40. Hayden Hurst, four for 37. It's kind of the numbers you expect. Uh, maybe less touchdowns, but it's it's the numbers you expect out of these guys. And then on the Chiefs side, I am going to give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes because outside of a couple of things, the calls and the way the game was played had nothing to do with the way Patrick Mahomes played. He played incredible, especially on a high ankle sprain. 29 for 43, 326 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He showed why he is considered the best quarterback in the NFL. And that that is no fault to him. Uh, there is nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes in this game on why I thought it was a poor, poor showing of the NFL. Just like with the Bengals, no, no really showing in the running game. Uh, Pacheco had 10 carries for 26 yards, and everyone under that had less than 10. On the receiving side, it came down to two people. Valdez Scantling had six catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. The game of his life. And Travis Kelsey, seven catches for 78 yards and a touchdown. A very Travis Kelsey-esque game. Everybody outside of that, nothing crazy impressive. So the Bengals did lose this game. It was literally down to the wire. So here's what I will talk about. With the final play, um, Joseph Asai absolutely did uh, make, make a bad move there. And he plays butt off all game, and I appreciate the way I saw the teammates support him, even if Jermaine Pratt didn't, and he has come out with an apology about that. Uh, if you guys didn't see Jermaine Pratt, let out some frustration on Osai entering the locker room, talking about how he should not be touching the quarterback. Uh, and, you know, I understand frustration. I don't think you should take it out on another person. I talked about it with Stefan Diggs in last weekend's game. Uh, so... I don't think a good move, but he did come out and apologize for it. So he definitely did have that penalty there. When you look at the last play, you look at the punt return, and you look at a lot of plays throughout this game, um, there were some missed calls. And there's always going to be missed calls in games. There's absolutely going to be missed calls. Some of them were a little bit clearer than others. And trust me, this is about as calmly I've reacted to a Bengals playoff loss in my whole lifetime. Um, there's going to be missed calls. Some of these felt like they absolutely could not be missed unless they were purposely missed. And sometimes that happens in the NFL. There's makeup calls. There's sorry calls. There's sorry no calls um, to like make up for a play earlier in the game. Uh, but it didn't seem like there was any need for that. Uh, with this game in fact given the uh, replay on third down which is, is a whole conversation in its own uh, I feel like the Bengals may have actually should have been granted some some sorry calls uh, or some makeup ones there there has always been some suspicion that the NFL is scripted in some way uh, or maybe looking for the most entertainment or the where these sponsorships uh, will even bring up that they're playing at State Farm Arena. Uh, 
Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are literally endorsed by them. Um, I, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. Obviously, I, I want a future in NFL analyst uh, analysis, and that's not what I should be talking about because as much as I maybe believe some things, I also understand some things. And I know that there are going to be missed calls. This one just seemed too obvious. Uh, and I am upset, not even just as a Bengals fan, but as a football fan, as I know many people were as well. But we have to move on, just like with my college decision. Uh, we, we have to move on. We have to look to the next step. And we have a Super Bowl to watch. And is it the one that probably should have been played? Is it the one that people wanted? Hell no. Is it the one the NFL wanted? Probably. Um, but let's talk about it. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Eagles are going to be matching up at the Super Bowl. And if if I were to speak truly, everybody, uh, I don't think outside of the people that root for these teams, anybody really cares who wins. I think if you are on the AFC side and you've had to play Patrick Mahomes a lot, uh, you want the Eagles to crush them. I think if you just got beat by the Eagles, especially if you're named the San Francisco 49ers, you want the Chiefs to win. Uh, I feel... I, I've seen the public vote so far, and it does lean Eagles about, like, 65 to 35. And I think that sounds about right. Uh, I think enough people saw the games yesterday... And obviously the Bengals and the Chiefs being the more recent one, that is where their bias is. Uh, so most of their thoughts are on that one. And I think it being a closer game and truly being more of a contention from the Bengals than from the 49ers in their game, that reflects on it as well. So the general public is rooting for the Eagles, and that makes sense to me. Uh, I think there was clear, um, some clear bullcrap going on in both of these games. But of course, people are going to remember the Chiefs and Bengals one more. Uh, I am going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to watch the Pro Bowl. Uh, so I will have episodes for that stuff. I just may seem less interested in it. Uh, the, the Super Bowl specifically. The Pro Bowl, we'll have to see. They're going to try out new stuff. It should be exciting. So we'll have to see what's going to happen. With the Super Bowl, it's not because the Bengals aren't in it. I, I would be interested if it was two teams I cared about. And I will be honest, I don't care about either of these teams. Uh, I don't like either of these teams. I don't care for either of these teams. And I'm not really rooting for the fan bases of either of these teams. I don't like the Eagles fan base and I don't like the Chiefs fan base. Uh, so we'll have to see what happens. Uh, I'm going to get to see one team lose. That's, that's the pro, and that's the optimistic outlook I can have on this, as I'm going to see one of these teams lose. I am rooting for the Eagles, uh, but I will talk to you guys in my predictions on Friday. So, that is all the time we're going to have for today's episode. If you guys have anything you want to talk to about the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, or the NFL in general over these past games, uh, you can talk to me here at Rookie Ball. I have my email on my TikTok, and you guys can also DM me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you would like to. It's all at Rookie Ball Podcast. So if you guys want to talk about anything, that is where it is to look. So I really hope 
that you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here.